Welcome. This is an emergency podcast edition of the uh, Rally Cat Podcast, starring Zach Freeze and Elliot Rearing. Zach, hey. um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do the music today. Uh, music is too happy. So today we're going to keep it with a cold open, and we're going to start it here. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds have traded a. Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker for a friend of the program, Jake Fraley, mm-hmm. and uh, some guy named Dunn. Mm-hmm. Which is what this season is now. So, yeah. Initial thoughts. Um, you know, I think with some of these things, we we do the the immediate hot take. At, you know, five ten minutes after something happens, and you're angry or you're upset, and then after a day or two, usually you, you kind of calm down, or you're not not that like I'm enraged or anything, but. You usually calm down, or you usually like are like, okay, it's it's not so bad. But today, I don't feel that. I feel about as disappointed as I think. I feel more disappointed now. Um, I was probably mad yesterday. I'm more disappointed um, just with everything that happened, and surprised, and um, it's like your worst nightmare coming true. I mean, I, I didn't think it would get to this point. I thought the Sunny Gray trade was possible, but then this trade, it's like a bombshell gets dropped on, just a bomb gets dropped on you and you get kicked in the stomach and I can't, I don't know, I don't. I, it's hard to put into words, like everything, like, like Winker just with, with what he meant, I think, to this, to this franchise and I know, you know, Suarez too, but just how much this feels different different like you know the Reds have traded players before and they've they've lost guys and you know that you've you've been able to come to terms with it I think but this one's been really just a really really hard pill to swallow just a um uh, it's still just I'm still kind of like scrambled like I don't my mind's scrambled and I don't I don't understand because I as I've said after last year Ended. I thought we could compete. We weren't that far away. Um, we won 83 games. I thought if we invested a little bit into this team, we'd be able to make potentially make the playoffs. Add you know, maybe you re-sign Castellanos. Maybe you don't, but maybe you add another bat instead and add a couple of relievers, and you're on your way to at least I think competing in a division that I mean it's potentially winnable. I think, um, but now it just feels like everything is feels like. The, the the hope is shattered, and I don't know. It, it doesn't help when you you get lied to, and I feel like I've been I've been lied to on on multiple levels here, and um, it's frustrating because I'm invested in this team. I, I I I don't understand like the well, who cares like the this like eh, what's the big deal? But I'm I'm invested. Like I I I, wa- I like going to games. I like. Watching the games, like I like the player, I like the players. I, but this is a gut punch. I mean, this is just a slap in the face, a gut punch, kicking the balls, whatever you want to call it. I'm still disappointed. Less than 24 hours later, usually I kind of maybe you know maybe I'm disappointed for the rest of the night. You wake up the next morning, you feel better. I don't think I, I think this is going to stick with me for for a while. And unfortunately, I think no matter what Nick Carl said that they're going to spend on free agency, in free agency, which is hilarious. 
I think this is just the beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to the Nick Crawl stuff in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I want to start by saying you were lied to, as was every person in Cincinnati when the Castellini ownership group bought the team, released their statement, and it quote and it and it said, and I quote, "We will bring championship baseball back to Cincinnati." They have failed on that promise. They have lied on that promise. They have not put effort into that promise, except for, I mean, God bless Dick Williams. Dick Williams. I mean, honestly, without Dick Williams, I don't know where this team is. So. Uh, right now we have nothing. Um, we we are at nothing. Like Zach said, we expected a Sonny Gray trade, and honestly, and, and this is this is unfortunate because I didn't want him gone. No. I really like Eugenio Suarez. Last year, I believe I was talking about trading him. I was hoping we could maybe trade trade for him and help the team win because he wasn't at that time. Uh, I still love Suarez. I love sure. what he's brought to this team. I love the energy he brings. Uh, everyone loves him. Everyone that talks to him loves him. Same with Jesse Winker, and I'll get to Winker in a second. But Suarez, obviously, he was coming off, you know, a couple not great years. That's not a that's not a surprise to anybody. But this year, I believe he could have had a bounce back. I think he was ending last year on the right note, and I think this team, like Zach said, coming off an eighty-three win season, expecting to lose Castellanos, could have been a competing team for this division. Um. And that, by the way, last year's 83-win team, that's 83 wins without any help whatsoever until halfway through the season. And even even then, we got two relievers, three relievers technically. So this is where we are. Uh, Reds fans, you've been lied to. All over the place, you've been lied to. The Castellini ownership group. I, I'm not going to sit here and make jokes about Big Bob and again. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's just sad at this point. Um. I was taking a nap yesterday. Zach called me, and I I didn't realize this was a full sell, and I don't think Zach did either. No. I don't think anyone did. When we traded Sonny, that's a move that can be rationally explained. It mm-hmm. can be. I think Sonny Gray is an aging pitcher who doesn't really go longer than five and a half innings. I think that's a fair point to make. And if you wanted to get young talent for Sonny Gray, I think that's a fair trade. But I wake up from this nap and I'm and I get a call and Zach texts me and he says Winker or Suarez or uh, I think it was Suarez. who was first Winker, Winker. I found out about Winker, Winker first and so Winker Suarez. was gone and then we found out later that it was because of Suarez the Reds used an All Star caliber left fielder who has been nothing but awesome to the fans of this city who not, who loves this city they used him as bait to get rid of Suarez's contract. I think that's insulting to him. I think it's disingenuous to the fans of Cincinnati, and I think it's an insult to everyone in that clubhouse, including David Bell and, more importantly, Joey Votto. Joey Votto has sat through three rebuilds, and he sits there still without a single bad word to say. Mm-hmm. And you might say, oh, he gets paid 25 mil. He deserves $25 million. He deserves every penny of it. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame player. He's had one bad year in 20 years. Yep. He just Zach, Zach and I were just talking about. He had thirty-seven home runs when he was thirty-seven years old. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Um, it's a gut punch, like Zach said. There's, not, I mean, it's it. Today is a day of mourning. I mean, that's all this is. This is a morning of the Cincinnati Reds. And and before we get to the Nick Crawl stuff, which I do want to get into. Before we get into the salary stuff, I do want to get into that as well. I want to say one thing, and that is. The only good, the only good thing that might come out of this is, I believe the entire city is now the, the entire city, the media, everyone involved in Cincinnati has now has now woken up, 
And it is, it is a loud and very clear message that the team needs to be sold. Mm-hmm. Whether that, that will happen, I don't know. But it is a loud and very clear message that Bob Castellini needs to sell this team. And, yeah. and, and there's really no argument against it. I would be I, – I, I mean, I, I personally, I, I can't see him, him sticking with this team. I can't because he's going to endure a lot of this. For years to come, this isn't going away. Because now, what you've done, you've tanked a good team. You don't tank good teams. No one tanks good teams. He's just tanked a good team to save his wallet. That happens very rarely in sports, I would say. Very rarely do you tank a good team. You're rebuilding a good team. That doesn't make sense because of your wallet, not because of the cities, not because not because of your wallet. So I hope this now wakes up the city. I hope Castellini, someone talks some sense to him and he does the right thing, the moral thing, and he sells this team. Because that's the only good that can come out of this at this point. I think, I think, I think he set off a trigger, and I think this is a downward, this is a downward spiral from here on out. You, you don't bounce back from this. There's no bounce back until it gets completely reset. And the reset is a complete sell, a selling of the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. I think um, it's just it's it's hard to how do you how do you sit here and try and how how does Castellini and how does this organization how can you expect fans to continue to stick around? You can't. How do you expect after what I had to sit through, and not just me, everyone after what everyone had to sit through from twenty. 14 basically to 2019 I guess most of 2019 we had to sit through that the rebuild and to get to what we thought in the off season of 19 when we signed Castellanos we signed Moose we signed Miley we signed Shogo who we thought at the time was going to be you know a, a good addition um how do you it, we 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 get to that point to where we're excited again, and then COVID happens, which sucks. But we only get a 60-game season of the Reds mostly underachieving, losing in the first round of the postseason, and then I get a halfway, and then in 2021 I get a half-fun, I guess halfway fun season of a very flawed team that won 83 games, and then I have to tear, and then we have to tear it all down and start fresh again. So I really got nothing. We really got nothing out of it. We get nothing. Do you think the coronavirus season is what's happening here? Do you think this is all from that? Um, or do you think it's the CBA, or do you think it's? I think it's a lot. I think it's some. I think it's some of that. I think it's some of the COVID stuff. Um, but still, I mean, every every team. I know that you know the small market, this and that. But like, I don't know. Every team had. Pro- nobody could have fans during twenty twenty, so. I don't I don't like that excuse. You know, I don't I don't like it. I know that you know, revenue that that's a big revenue stream, but they also they make mil, 100 100 million dollars of TV revenue. They're not they're not poor. Like come on. So I I think not to mention the money. I think they'll use that as a I think they you they will tell you, yeah, it's the co the effects of COVID have forced this, but I I'm not I just I don't I don't know I guess, I just don't understand I don't I don't I don't comprehend 
with the core that they had. India, Stevenson, Winker, Castillo, Malley. Um, I don't understand with with the core that we had. I just don't get. I just don't. I can't comprehend the move. I can't. I didn't think. I I was I was hoping this would never happen. I was hoping we would not get to this point. I was hoping that maybe the, a glimmer of hope that we were going to try. Yeah. It, maybe we'll just try. And if we ended up being thirty and or you know forty five and fifty three at the deadline, so be it. And then maybe they unload Castillo, or maybe they unload, you know, whatever. I didn't think it'd be Winker. I, I'm really surprised it was Winker before Castillo or even Malley. I feel like Malley was um, in trade talks more than than Winker. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's just it's hard to process. It's a really hard thing to process. And I mean, it, take away the the Reds. The, the the what it says about to the fan base and all that but we lose a really you know we lose two I mean I've been critical of the fan favorite stuff but like we lose two great like dudes that were that were lovable I mean Suarez and Winker and it just I don't know that that part I don't even know if that part is set has sunk in. I'm, it's more I've just been focused on this organization as a whole. Like, what the hell has happened? And then you you factor in we lost Winker and Suarez, two you know guys that I'll miss watching play for our team. And you know, all due respect to you know, we had Fraley on the podcast. Ironically enough, it's kind of crazy how it comes full circle. And Fraley, like, I hope Fraley's you know a star or a superstar, but he's a he's a great guy. He's a great guy, but you know the reality is, it's I don't care about the return. You know, the return doesn't. Maybe Williamson's great. I don't know. Maybe he'll be a good pitcher, but I, I just it, the the return to me is just so it it doesn't matter to me. It just it doesn't. It's, and, it doesn't. And here's the thing: you rebuild. You and I and I've been saying this for the past couple weeks now. You rebuild for a team like the past two years. You now have Jonathan India. You have Tyler Stevenson, who have been who have been working in the AAA system. Jesse Winker, who's in his prime, mm-hmm. in our system, drafted by us, grew up in our system. He's here now in his prime, and you throw it away. So, what does a rebuild exactly do? No, but Elliot, this isn't this isn't a rebuild. We're gonna get to it in a second. I know, you can, don't, you, can you pull up all those? You actually? don't get it. We, this isn't a rebuild. High IQ Nick Crawl. High I, That's what I'm gonna call him now. High IQ. High Nick. IQ Nick. High IQ Nick Crawl had some really good clear. So if you were if you were worried about you know maybe there's they're gonna have some good explanation. Oh, there was by Nicky Crawl. Um, what do, what do you rebuild for if you're not gonna use the guys to rebuild? I mean, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't logically make sense. Tyler Malley, Luis Castillo, Jesse—these guys are all young. You're rebuilding a. You're, you're, I mean, it doesn't make sense. You can't rebuild in, from the rebuild. It, you don't do that. Nobody's ever done that. That's a historic move. You're rebuilding. You're rebuilding a rebuild. You've torn. You've torn down a wall. You re, you built it back up, and you just knocked it back down for no reason. So nothing makes sense at all. Because if you're not going to use the guys that you're rebuilding with at the end of the tunnel, 
then there is no such thing as a rebuild. Then it's just an endless circle. Mm-hmm. Then it's a me- then it's a mediocre bowl of nothing. But I guess that's what they want. They want to avoid peaks and they want to avoid the valleys. So what do you do? You ride the wave right in the middle. And you win 82 games at the most. You win 78, 77, 76 games at the worst. And you ride that until maybe one year someone gets injured at the very end of the year and you sneak in for the sixth seed. And, and then you get, sw- and then you lose or get swept, whatever the new rules are. You lose in that first round, and we do it again. We rebuild it again, because that's what we've done here. The Castellini family has not won; it has not advanced in the playoffs. I don't. I mean, two thousand. What was it? Two thousand four? Like two thousand six, I think. I mean, it's. I I don't get it. And now now we're, I'm going to have Zach read these quotes. The crawl yesterday after the trades. Um, Hi, IQ Nick. He said, uh, "We're not trying to rebuild. We'll work. Okay. We'll work on the free agent market. This is not a payroll. Move. Real, real quick, go back to the last one. He said, "We're not trying to rebuild. Okay. We'll work on the free agent market. All right. The Reds are one of two teams officially now that have not signed a free agent. Continue. <laughs> Continue, please. So this is not a payroll move, and he says." Uh, let's see it's what else not, it's not a payroll move it's not a payroll move what was it then what was it no one has an answer for it because it's so stupid you're stupid why do you have to be stupid I don't get I mean there's it's not a payroll move you use Jesse Winker an all-star left fielder who's done nothing who's been nothing but awesome to the fans here as bait you used him as bait. An all-star left fielder, you used him as bait. A guy who had two, we had two years of control of, and we weren't really paying. Bait. Eugenio Suarez gets paid $10 million a year. I hate to say it, but that's not a lot of money if you're trying to win games. $10 million? Zach, pull up the picture I sent you. This is now our payroll. It's not, it's not a payroll move. Let's check out our payroll, considering we've shaved now... How, much, like, how many? Fifty million, Zach. It's how like forty something, I think. Fifty million dollars. Go ahead, Zach. Why don't you read uh, Ma- number one? Valdo is making twenty-five million. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. All right, Mike, that's fair. Mike Mustakas, sixteen million. And I, sure. I want to I want to say something about that Mike Mustakas real quick. Yeah. That move was made by Dick Williams, mm-hmm. and that was an attempt to win. Mm-hmm. So he stands to good move. Shogo Akiyama, eight million. Shogo Akiyama. I think we missed on that one. Eight million. He's our third high. Shogo Akiyama is our third highest player. He has yet to hit a home run in two seasons. He hits in the low two hundreds, if that. I mean, I go ahead, continue, please. Luis Castillo, seven and a half million. Hmm. Seven and a half million. Looks that's too much. Seems seems. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to put him and Moose together for a package. Seriously, like. that's what's gonna have to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyler Manley, five and a half million. God, you'd hate to pay him anything over a million. And what's the what's the league minimum now? It's going to be like seven hundred thousand. All right. Sure. So we won't, and by the way, Castellini, Castellini was one of the first uh, owners to vote against this. And then Maybe. sixth, Reds. I, I, they just they signed this fella. I think Reds outfielder Ken Griffey Jr. is oh, sixth, yeah. three point five nine million. I heard. The, I heard about. Yeah, well, he's him. coming back. We just got him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a joke. Three point six million almost. So there you go. There's our top six <laughs> highest paid players, including Ken Griffey Jr., who last suited up for the Reds back in 2007. 2007. 
Coincidentally, since 2007, the Reds have had no success. Hmm. Uh, this is where we are. I, 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 it's, it's hard for me. I know I was kind of joking around in the last one. Uh, it's hard to joke about this. Uh, it's hard to joke when your entire organization has been burned from the top yeah. down. So, I, and I said it on Twitter. I mean, the, and I know it's not the Twitter account's fault. I know that. Yeah. But when I have to see these tweets, oh, Jesse Winker, we loved him. Great guy. Great guy, Jesse. Oh, but we traded him because he was bait for Suarez. Oh, but Suarez, we loved him. We're not gonna, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and watch that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and watch you burn us down. Yeah. I'll take my talents elsewhere, and that's what I'm going to do. I, I mean, this is a Reds podcast, and I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to be going to a lot of games, and if I'm being quite honest, watching complete games really won't be in, really won't be in my day-to-day life. Mm. I am not faulting anybody who does. I'm not faulting anybody who goes. But any any amount of time I give this Castellini ownership group is a is is a is a bad move on my part. I'm giving him money, and I will not give him any more of my money. I went to twenty something games last year. Zach yeah. went to twenty something games last yeah. year. We went to Cleveland for a game. Zach went to two games in Cleveland for a game. Yep. You want fans to continue doing that? Alex Frank went to Colorado. <laughs> To see you. You think people are going to go to Colorado to watch you lose to the Rockies because you didn't want to pay somebody $8 million? Are you joking? I think this I think this is one of the biggest jokes I've ever seen. And it, and it is interesting. It is interesting because the Bengals were this joke for a long time. And, and I hate to say it, it wasn't Mike Brown who did this. It was the people next to Mike Brown who said, we need to change it. Someone near the Castellini family, someone near Bobby Boy, someone upstairs needs to get in his ear because now what you've done, you've destroyed a franchise. They lit it on fire. It's hard to do that so quickly. Yeah. Hard to do it. And, and, and this is the worst part. There's been a lot of good things over the past couple years, or the last, what, 16 years, 15 years, as long as he's been here. All-star game, awesome. Great experience for all of us, even though every team is going to get that. Joey Votto. Joey Votto drafted. We got Joey Votto. There we go. That's about it, though. I mean... Brandon Phillips. We've had so many good guys that we've wasted here. So many good so many good guys. Zach Cozart had to come out on his Instagram yesterday yeah. and tr- publicly trash the Reds. He did. What, can you find the quote, Zach? David Hernandez, former Red, said, so, Trade Joey Votto away. He deserves better. I couldn't agree more, and I want to end it with the Joey Votto stuff because okay, uh, the Cozart stuff. He said, uh, oh, "Where'd it go?" I'm sorry, Reds fans. You deserve better. Unfortunately, this is how they operate. I lived through it. We always wanted to win for you guys. And I, <laughs> you you hear that, and you wonder how many players have that same opinion. How many managers, how many assistant managers, how many hitting coaches, how many bench coaches have that same opinion? How many guys on our current team have that same opinion? Well, I think a lot of them. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm, if I'm Jonathan India, if I'm Tyler Stevenson, if I'm Tyler Malley and I survive this trade whatever, this trade purge, if I'm Luis Castillo and I survive this trade purge, if I'm Lucas Sims, Amir Garrett, if I'm any of these guys, when your contract ends, 
I'll tell you what, if the Castellini family is still involved, hard for me to re-sign. Hard for me to oh, re-sign. Absolutely. And I and that and this is and this is where you go. So let's say you keep them. Then we rebuild. We get to the top. Not even the top. We didn't reach the peak because yeah. we don't reach peaks. We want to stay near the valley range, but not quite the peak range. <laughs> we're still in valley mode right we're still, now. We're still in valley mode. Yep. We didn't want to reach the peak. We didn't get to the peak. We were about, I don't know, 75% up the mountain before Castellini and his goons dumped Castellini and his goons. I don't know what you want me to call them. I don't know what I'm supposed to call these people. <laughs> oh, it's just funny. I don't know what I'm supposed to call these people. Nick <laughs> Crawl is a, I mean, I, I, I mean, he's a dancing <laughs> puppet. He's a dancing puppet. He dances around <laughs> and he throws these words that I'm pretty. You know what? You know what? He is, does, he's a terrible public speaker. He needs. I've never. I've. He, I, I, he needs go. someone. He needs somebody. Someone write this man's speeches or someone train this guy. I want an apology from you. I said I didn't. I said it was too early. Yeah. To know. What about now? I mean, he's a horrible public speaker, and I, think, I don't. I don't trust him. I to think. Get, I think he's the worst general manager in, in the in the and I don't, baseball. I don't trust him to get good returns. Him and whoever the Orioles have. Um, no disrespect. What about the Rockies? Rockies, God bless them. They're they, trying. They, they're going to get Chris Bryant. They're going to get Story back. Um, I good for them. Arenado, they'll probably try to re-sign him. I this is this has gotten to a point of cataclysmic event. It is, and is it's, the, it's nobody's fault except for our owner. So I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to blame the manager. Yeah, it's all coaching. I'm not going to blame the manager. And last year, I was a victim to this, or I was at fault for this. I said David Bell is, has some questionable managerial decisions. Can we be nice to David Bell this year? Yeah, David Bell. David <laughs> Bell gets all my love now because I, I want to know Dude, what is he supposed to do. Better yet, Zach, I want to know how many moves he's made because Bobby Boy and Nikki, Nikki High IQ, are making him make. I'd be curious. I'm I'd, you. I'd be curious to see that. I tried to tell you. I was wrong about that. There you go. There's I'm not, my apology. And I'm I, not saying he's perfect, by the way. There's, he's not perfect, but no at the same time, he's. Ha- I think he's handcuffed, and now he's really handcuffed. So, and and well, we're going to wrap it up here soon. Uh, just a couple, a couple more things, a couple more uh, venting things. Um, I don't know what happens with this season. Obviously, it's a loser. If if you think we're winning more than seventy five games, sorry to tell you, uh, you haven't taken a look at the roster. Got oceanfront property to sell you in St. Louis. <laughs> the good news is, well, the good news is they're going to be active on the free agent market. Yeah, because they haven't signed a free agent. You know they will too. They will be active. Here, it'll be it. it he'll 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 uh, once they. Once once we get closer to the season starting, they'll sign like three guys that are they'll sign like three Sean Doolittles. And they'll be like, See, we were active. We were, we were active on that market. We got we got three guys that Great we think pieces. can really help this team. Great pieces. So, yeah, they probably will. They'll sign three doolittles and we'll be on our way. So I I think I think what's happening in Cincinnati and with the Reds, I don't think it should be allowed in sports, if I'm being quite honest. This is a 162-game season, and now you're saying you're purposefully losing games. I think being this open about a tank, I think that's insulting. I think it's, I think it's insulting to the game of baseball, and I think it should be absolutely outlawed. My, I, am, I think the Orioles last year winning whatever games, I think that's horrible. I am curious because I think you bring up a good point about, like, in 2015, 16, 17, 
everyone knew the Reds were rebuilding. And I think most people were like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but they're like, I mean, it's a rebuild. Like people aren't going to like, people aren't going to show up, but it's a, re, you know, it's a rebuild. They're, they're at least like, there's an understanding. We think, we think that eventually in a couple years, like we, they're, they're going to, we're going to be good again. Now this, it didn't feel as much of a slap in the face. This feels like just like a, you're spitting in the face of the fans. So now, you know, people didn't go to games. Like we, we people, you know, we'd laugh at the Reds, you know, in 2015, 16, 17, like, we didn't get, you know, people didn't go to games, nor should they really. I mean, unless, I don't know, unless you love baseball and you want to drink. Again, I'm not going to tell anybody how to spend their money. If you want to go to games, go to games. I'm going to probably go to significantly less this year. I am going to go to significantly less. I'm not going to 25. But it will be interesting to see now that it, this feels like a, like they're spitting in the face of the fans, how will that change? What what will the what will the attendances be like? And obviously tonight, I mean, this will probably be dated, but there's a protest tonight. So like going back to what you said about this is like a uh, the 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 straw that broke the camel's back, the a big a big event. There's like there's a protest tonight. I don't know, like I don't know how big it'll be. I don't know what it'll be like, but I know that fans are fed up. Old fans, young fans, kids our age. You know, unfortunately, there's no baseball fans under 13 but anymore. Yeah, but, Rob, Rob Manfred's made sure of that. But I think in, in dem, all of all demographics, ages, like I think most, pretty much everybody's fed, I think, fed up. So ex- expectations of the season, look, expect, expect very little. Expect, if you want, you know, Hope you know India. Great, I'm I'm excited. I'm I look for. I hope he has a great year. Stevenson, some of these, maybe some of these. I hope. Looking forward to see Hunter Green and Lodolo maybe getting up there. But what I mean, I don't know. I mean, what else is there? There's nothing really else to look forward to unless you like Redzilla. Then you know. I mean, I guess if that's for you, then great. But lower your expectations. So if you if and this by the way, Castillo and Malley might be next. And oh, not, but it's not a rebuild. And I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save everybody the time and effort. We're not doing another one of these. Uh, we're not doing another emergency podcast because there's nothing they can do really that would shock us at this point. Whoa! whoa, whoa. Thing, what if they sign like Correa? Oh yeah, yeah. He would be worth more. That than, would that would be it. He would be worth more than an, our entire roster. Absolutely. So that would be unfortunate. Um, I'm like Zach said. Nobody's faulting you if you go to the games. No one's faulting you that you right. love the Reds. Nobody's faulting you that you want to support the guys on the field. The right. guys left. Um, but it's, yeah. It's hard I, to have a rosy I want, I want you to have a deep understanding of what you're doing when you go to these games. And I think it's important. Every time you step foot in that arena, or the ballpark, whatever, every time you go, you are sending a message to Bob Castellini's wallet that says you're okay with what he's doing. And I know you're not. But that money, that's how he that's how he hears you. He doesn't hear you as a person. He hears you as a dollar sign. And those dollar signs speak much louder than words. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So when you go, go, have fun, watch the team, support the guys out there because God love them, they're still here. I would be I mean I I would <laughs> hope I hope they start requesting trades if I'm being honest because I want I want them all to be happy now. 
We're just cheering for the happiness of the players. I'm not cheering for the team anymore. I'm cheering for Jonathan India, Tower Stevenson, Mally, everyone. I want everyone to be happy. I want Joey Votto somehow to get out of that contract. I, I, it stinks that he's getting paid that. It also is a great thing that he's getting paid that. It stinks because he has to now sit here and watch his third rebuild in five years. So this is what we do. This is what we do as a Reds fan. You sit and you watch rebuilds, but you don't get the peak. You don't want to get to the peak because if you get to the peak, I don't know because we've never been. But if you get to the valley, it's, it's, valley it's interesting that he says no peaks and valleys because we've been in valley mode for 25 years. Yeah, where so, are the peaks at? I wish we had some peaks. Wish the, I knew where theirs the, were. The peak was losing in a two-game playoff against the Braves without any fans. I thought stands. it was the Frazier home run derby title. You're right. We did have the Frazier home run dirty. Okay. Do you think Castellini thinks that's a real championship? <laughs> do you think he does? Do you think him and Nick Crawl say, we do have a trophy. We have a trophy. Yeah. It's up here. It's in my office. That was a peak, all right. I use it as a stepping stool when I go to the toilet. <laughs> There's nothing really else. Yeah. Um, emergency podcast. This will be the first of the last because we're going to keep giving you, we're going to keep giving you our thoughts. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, mine is not gonna be good. So if you're looking for me, if you're looking for someone to scold the Reds, you're gonna find them here. Mm-hmm. Zach's gonna try to calm me down. Zach's gonna bring you what's going on in games, what's going on during the season. Uh, I will be here for commentary, and that's a, I, I, I'm not gonna watch the games. You can't make me. You're gonna listen to them on the radio. I I have no issue with the radio. I'm kidding. I have no issue with the people who are associated with the Reds in any way. I have no people who I have no issue with anyone. Mm-hmm. Except for Tom Brennan. Um, <laughs> I think that sums it up. That sums this was it up. a good chat. This was a good sobering a good chat. chat after a podcast a couple days ago. Do good. I do some parting shots though? Do I do some last jokes? You didn't. Well, you don't. You didn't mention the hot dogs. That's right. I didn't. All right, I'll end it with the hot dogs. Um, when you go, actually, I think the hot dogs will be bigger now. <laughs> I think this is what he does. I think the hot dogs will be re will be will be resized back to original value. They got to get them back down. How does he? How do you get people back back to the park? Bigger hot dogs. Bigger hot dogs. Yep. Honestly, it might work for me. It might. You never know. But to Mister Castellini and the Castellini family, I thank you. Um, I've always wanted to see the Titanic in real life. So <laughs> congratulations, uh, Nick Crawl. Keep doing your thing, buddy. Your uh, your speeches will be studied in speech classes all across the nation for how not to give a speech, how not to comfort people with your words. But other than that, that's it. No music. Uh, everybody have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed mm-hmm. month. Um, have fun on opening day. That'll be good. Yep. That'll be rich. Be drinking a lot of beer that day. What's our record going to be before we get to opening day? 0-4. Oh, 0-4. Okay. Yep. So we got 0-4 opening day. Yep. Uh, we also don't have any players, and our owner's terrible. And mm-hmm. our GM literally is a character on Sesame Street. <laughs> but other than that, we're good. Everybody have a blessed week. Love you guys.